Uh, you like murder? You don't like murder? Oh, don't listen anymore. Welcome back to Attention Deficit and Hyperactive Dragons ADHD. My name is Sebastian, and I play Xylus Ramsbottom, a level four high elf druid. Xylus's fun fact this week is that his favorite animal is a rabbit. He thinks that they are superior. What? He okay. Thinks that, he thinks that they are superior than all the other animals, and 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 uh, they're his best friends all the time. They're his. They're his favorite. You decided to do this, man. How did uh, you not see this coming? I don't know how I didn't see I this coming. Like, I asked lot. you if you did favorite animal. I don't understand how you didn't see that coming. I don't know. Hi, I'm Caleb. I play Dr. Rosalind Rose Thompson, uh, Wood Elf Rogue. And today's fun fact is uh, uh, Rose and Marie had met each other before this point in time. Uh, one time, Rose had to save Mar- Marie's life from an overdose. And she had to give Marie the Heimlich maneuver a couple times so she could vomit properly. <laughs> What is happening? Jesus. <laughs> what did she overdose on? It's Marie. We don't know. It literally could be anything. It was college. <laughs> it was college and Marie was uh, passed out at a dumpster in an alleyway. So do they just not recognize each other? No, no. So the problem is like Marie wasn't totally conscious slash alive when it occurred. And she looked a bit different than she does now. Huh. But we have talked about, canonically we've talked about going to the same school. Yeah, no. They went to the same school. Uh, this was shortly after Marie had been kicked out. <laughs> she wasn't she hadn't fully gone you know hasn't fully gone rogue she hadn't <laughs> fully gone tree hippie yet <laughs> hi my name's audrey i play velvet government name jessica faraday aka vel a level four heron gone ranger fun fact for velvet this week is during one of her specifically velvet episodes she was inside basically an underground fighting ring right um in atla and uh she was in a fight with a with a much larger dude and uh punched the shit out of him and like started just like beating him down and like as she threw a punch like out of his lip a spurt of blood landed in her mouth and that was the first time she tasted the the taste of a man's blood um and it wasn't amazing overrated damn of course that's good. probably was not the first time but that was good yes <laughs> yes <laughs> hi i'm daniel aka god dm uh when the planet of Dieter which is the planet the Atlas on, was being formed. Um, some of the gods got really drunk and may have hidden a treasure somewhere on the continent that we're currently on, but they don't remember because they got so shadracked <laughs> that they have no idea if it's real or not. But thousands of years, people have been hunting for it because of the myths. So there could be an, a hidden treasure that could not be. No one has any idea. Is it like a vault from Borderlands for when you actually open it, it's just disgusting and horrible? They have no idea because okay. they got, God got so fucked up. This could just been, they just passed it to one of their followers. It could be something that's fake. It could be something that's amazing. It could be something that's going to kill you. No one has any idea. Okay. Well, do you, you know the plan? Yeah, go right ahead because I don't remember. Uh, last episode, you guys got shot at some, uh, was nearly killed by quicksand, tortured a guy a little bit before Caleb sliced his throat. Got shot at some more, and then went to the camp of the cannibalistic uh, train bandit worshippers. Ah, fuck! It's been long enough. I'm not entirely positive. I think that was it. Okay, uh, there's more there. Well, you guys convinced them that you were on their side. Oh no, you get you guys convinced the leader of the cannibalistic train bandits that you wanted to be on their side. He wanted you to go kill the sheriff of Salora, 
you then used your box full of dynamite to blow up their mind, collapse it all on top of them. Not all of those people died because the leader, his right-hand man, and some of their henchmen lived, and now you're wandering through the desert. A note. I realized, um, tunneling into hard rock, you're not technically supposed to be able to do that with Mold Earth. Um, so I'm going to refrain from doing that any further. However, Daniel was like, no, it's fine. So we I'm did fine. it anyway. Yep. I didn't know it until Sebastian brought it up to me. I didn't know it until I did some more research on it. So I was going to live in ignorance. <laughs> You're the magic boy. I just put everything up to you. Yeah. I, I, I just expect you guys to know your own spells. Hey, Daniel. Yo. I know all the spells I know. <laughs> Total of zero. I know. Makes it easy for myself. You guys are wandering through the desert, uh, probably riding high on life after you just blew up a mine. Having a good time, probably. Making, what? Yeah, keep going. Making your way back to Salora, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think the next move was tell Fox we blew up an entire mine. Because as far as we know, we just succeeded the mission. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah. shit. As far as you know, you killed it. Yeah. I mean, we did kill a lot. Oh, yeah, a lot of people died. Back to Salora? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a, a solid like eight hour walk back. Whoa! Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a, it's. I'm gonna say eight hours. I think it was eight hours. It might be less, but a certain uh, an amount of time passes, and you guys arrive back at Salora. It's probably nighttime. No, it's more. We skipped a week between recordings, so I can't remember right now. Um, I'm just gonna say it's morning time. You probably walked at the night during the night. You arrive back in Salora. It's exactly the way you left it. Nothing's changed. It's only been a few days. Rose, do you know where Fox lives? You mean the, the mansion that we opened to? Probably that's where he's at. I have been to many mansions in my time. Um, I did, did not remember. I'm just saying this, this is like a one horse town. <laughs> it's probably the biggest building. <laughs> no, I'm going to I'm gonna be apologizing. That was way too sarcastic. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's been that a was dumb and so am I. <laughs> it's been so long since we recorded that episode. Listen, the last mansion you guys were in was a, a mini mansion with a party in it that you burned down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now the listeners know when the timelines meet up. Whenever you're listening to this now, however long ago, that was when we recorded the uh, Christmas special. Yep. That is the reason why it's been too long for us to remember things. Yeah. Because in between, we did the Christmas special special instead of the main campaign. Yes. Yep. Also, just see the idea of like how far ahead we are. It's the day after Christmas for us. (laughs) Yeah. You could be listening to this in February, for yeah. all we know. Yeah. Probably. It's the day after Christmas. It's snowing. Fuck snow. I like. February is a really good guess. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, you guys are back in town. Uh, it's morning time. Uh, it seems like things are just starting to get going. There's some people, like, you know, out in the, the drinking troughs in front of the bars who were probably from a bar brawl last night. Ballroom, br- ballroom Blitz. That, that's the hotel. That's down the street. <laughs> it's a good song, too. Fucking great song. Uh, do you guys want to he- head to the sheriff's house mansion thing? You lead the way. Xylus is lost already. I'm so glad we have a ranger. <laughs> between the two of us, we would never make it anywhere. We'd go in circles. Um, yeah, we're going to head towards that direction, I think. Okay. Uh, you guys head down the head down the road, head down the road, and you find yourself in front of the tiny little mansion. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a tiny little mansion. Uh, that the the mayor's office is is uh, in out front cutting the lawn. You see a uh, kind of a bro dude looking otter with like a ye old lawnmower slice cutting the grass. And as you walk him, he goes, "Sup guys, how's it going?" What was his name again? His name's Chad. Okay, I thought I was gonna guess and say Chad. 
Hey Chad, uh, is uh, Fox around? Yeah, bro, he's upside. Cool. Can we can we go in? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, man. Okay, I'm just gonna keep walking. Did you guys feel that earthquake last night? It's fucking great. That wasn't an earthquake. Velvet giggles. <laughs> bro, uh, I think it was an earthquake because the earth shook around us. Hey, you want to bet? I yeah. believe he's right. Okay, you're the doctor here, though. So just gonna just gonna. <laughs> She's a doctor in anthropology, not geology. Well, I thought it was um. Archaeology. 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 That would be pretty but close. Maybe she like worked at anthropology. It's probably, it's, probably t- it's actually probably two doctors. I think about it. Archaeology and archaeology. Okay. Would a man-made explosion creating an earthquake still be an earthquake? Yes. I didn't think so. But Daniel's probably a smarter person in this case. I think that's just a tremor. I think that's just shockwave. Yeah. I Ooh, think it's an earthquake. Yeah. Actually, no. I think that might just be a shockwave. Because the earth sweet. isn't Because an earthquake, I think, specifically has to be caused by the shifting of plate tectonics. Yeah. So I'm going to double down on this bet with him. I'm like, you want to bet, Chad? Yeah, bro. How much gold do you got? How much gold do you want to risk, buddy? I'll risk five gold, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we caused that. Prove it. Three eyewitnesses. Prove it, bro. TNT. Oh, I'm sorry. You can have your friends lie to you. Lie for you. You you can check the massive hole in the desert eight hours walk from here. <laughs> Where there used to be a mine. Okay, bro. Sure. <laughs> Fucking you can go in and see the sheriff if you want. Send an eagle. You'll see it. <laughs> Give him five gold. Okay. I'll send an eagle. You can go in and see the mayor now if you want. <laughs> well, we're going to go talk to the sheriff, not the mayor. Pretty much the same thing, bro. No, because Lawrence is the mayor. Bud. Can't really You're talk kind to of Lawrence. You're harshing my vibe, bro. Well, you called me a liar, so who started the harshing? No, we can talk to Lawrence. We can't talk with Lawrence. You're we just doing it wrong. We could talk at Lawrence, yeah. <laughs> you can sign back, I think. Yeah. That's still not talking. I guess that's communicating. We can communicate with Lawrence. Yes. All right, I'm going to go inside and see Fox. Would it be CSL, Common Sign Language, instead of yeah, oh, instead of ASL? Language? It could be Atlan Sign Language. I would say it could be Atlan Sign Language. Yeah, but Atlan isn't a language. It's common. Yeah, is the- American, American, American isn't, isn't, a isn't a language either. Oh, this is true. It's regional. Yeah, it's oh, created yeah, yeah. in Atlas Atla standards, thing. and it's there's different uh, sign language around the world depending on where you're at. There's British Sign Language. Yeah. That's frustrating. ASL I think is the most common from I what would- I remember, but. That'd, be, um, that'd be really frustrating if there wasn't a standard across the world for sign language. I think it's gotten closer to a standard now, but I, I actually think it might be SSL, standard sign language, back if you're wrong. It's been so long since I've done sign language. Do you know how they standardize time in the United States? Oh, Daniel, I don't know. The train system. Oh, that makes sense. Actually, I did know that. Huh. Fun, yep. fun facts you forget about. There's like 15 time zones in the United States, depending on where you went. The train system went, nope, fuck all of you. It is now one sta- three standard time zone- zones across the whole U.S. Get fucked. And it worked. Continentally. And it worked. <laughs> There's actually four in the United States. There is? Hawaii now is a new one. Oh, shit. Huh. I believe. Or Alaska. There's five, or some part of And the continuous continent in the United yeah. States. All right. Focus. Talking the fox. So you guys go inside the tiny mansion. There's a little desk up front with a... Uh, I believe a halfling sitting behind it, reading a comic book, oh, right. twirling his gun in the air quite dangerously. What was his name again? Uh, Dealmore. Dealmore. That's, Dealmore. Yeah. He, uh, as you walk in, he looks, he goes, hi guys, how's it going? And he drops his gun. Oops. Let me get that. And he picks it up and he's like holding it and he kind of like, wa- he's like waving it around as he's talking to you guys. Hey, Dilmore. Yeah, what's up? Put that away before you shoot somebody. Oh, there's no bullets in it. I'm not allowed to have bullets. Hey, Dilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hand a gun at anybody unless you're planning to shoot that person. Gun safety rule one. Th- nope. <laughs> Please. 
Marshall Thatcher tried to teach me gun safety a lot. I never paid attention. I tried to pay attention, but it never worked. Who gave you a gun? Thatcher. Why? Because I was, I was a, I'm a deputy and I had to have a gun by law. He just always took my bullets from me. I'm going to pull Silas in real quick and whisper, can you do wood carving? Can you make him a fake wooden gun? Can I? I feel, I don't, not without putting time into it. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll circle back it. to that one. Okay. I, yeah. What is the material outside? What do you mean? There's grass and dirt, right? There's a couple trees. Like, the town of Salor is like a weird little oasis of forest and stuff. Okay, but on the ground it's dirt. Yeah. I'm going to go outside. Okay. I'm going to pick up some dirt. Yeah. Pour some water in, on it and mold earth into a shape of like, like sort of like a clay dirt gun. Okay. You make a clay dirt gun. Yes. And I walk in and I hand it to <laughs> the dude. Wait, do you have any like fire spells you can like bake the clay? I do. Hold on. What's, which one's the cantrip? Firebolt. I set it on the ground and cast firebolt. Okay. You had to have a, a <laughs> unglazed ceramic gun. Perfect. It's stuck to the ground. Now, I take a sword and start slicing it up. The real the question is, is it food safe? Uh, if you fired it to stoneware, yes. If you fired it to like... Well, it depends on what... Do you want me to roll for is. how fired it yeah, is? Yeah, how hot it depends on what kind of clay, right? Uh, no. That's what I learned. Because some of the clay... Do we need to roll the hit? I learned no, that it depends on what type of clay. Hmm. Four. I'm, we never really got into that in my ceramics classes. What were... It, it's... Four out of ten. Sorry, it's not far, fired enough. Four it's, out of ten? <laughs> It does 1d10. Okay. Um, Do you want me to just roll a d20? Yeah, just roll a fucking d20. 18. 18. You have stoneware hair. You could eat <laughs> off of this. A head of a stone Not gun. Not safe to eat off of, but you could eat off of it. I hand this man a stone gun. Oh, thanks. And he puts it on the table and pulls out his real gun again and starts playing with God it. damn it. Don't worry. We'll come back to this. Okay. That gun may disappear. <laughs> Are you guys going upstairs? Yes. You you climb the little spiral staircase that goes up to the office, and uh, you can just hear some, two people talking inside the mayor's office. I believe there's a badger in there. Velvet's going to knock on the door. You knock on the door, and you hear, and then the door opens, and Fox is standing there. He's like, hi, guys. Hey, buddy. Hello. Uh, Wait, no, his, it's Southern Fox. How you doing? We finished the job. Oh, well, that's good. Velvet, nice to meet you. I blew that shit up. <laughs> oh, good. That's, we all blew that shit up. Oh, that's very good of you. There was... Silas, Silas Ramsbottom. There was a mine. It is now no longer in existence. You tell me you guys collapsed a mine? Yes. Was that what that earthquake was? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you. There's some hot, hot class shit right there. Hey, can I get your written thing? proves that we did this so I can get five gold from your deputy. He bet us. He wouldn't believe us. Chad's kind of a dick. <laughs> what do you expect from Chad? Not much. I don't know. But right now, five gold is what I expect. <laughs> the, only re- the only reason Chad's a deputy because I caught him trying to smuggle out two cases of beer <laughs> from the local store. and He's being he's a deputy. He's paying off his crimes. Is that all it, ta- is that all it takes? Yeah. Be a deputy? Listen, the the rate that we go through deputies around here, it's not high standards. Well, that is concerning. It's good to know. We did see Dilbert with a fake gun or a gun with no bullets in it. I think Chad's somehow above that. Yeah, Chad is. Not much, but 
after Lawrence went away. The, 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 so you the, get rewarded for stealing. <laughs> ah. You get punished with being a bullet shield. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. I'm surprised Chad's lasted this long. He's a squirrel. He was deputy. He was deputized by Thatcher. I keep conv- trying to convince Lawrence to come back to the police force, but he just keeps kind of saying no. Do you so? You tell me, is Chad's utterly terrible? He pulls out a gun and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> That's not true. But it goes pew because he's a robot. Ironically, <laughs> Fox also loves puns because it's played by the same person. Fuck. <laughs> So I'm not entirely sure how much gold I promised to give you for this. I think it was. It like, was 500. I believe. was it really okay. 500. 500 each. I thought. We should have written that down. I'm pretty sure. I'm not trying to bullshit at all. I don't remember. I might have it written down. I'm just gonna go with 500 because I don't remember. Sweet. Each. Yes. I had a four and I just made it to a nine. Now. I'm so close to a thousand gold. It's painful. Do you need a thousand gold for something? No. <laughs> how close are you? 965. Oh, you have four more gold than I do. Damn. Oh, wait. No, you don't. I'm going to have one more gold than you when I get it from Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucker. Good God. The poor deputy. Okay. So he gives you your guys' gold. And uh, I mean, if you want to stay around and talk, but he's going to have a... Him and Lawrence are having a conversation about hiring new de- new deputies. I just have a quick question. Hey, what's up? Um, I didn't get a good look at the statue, so Velvet might be able to help you better. But they had a weird statue. Okay. And I, I did my best to describe what the statue was, mainly because I don't remember what it looked like. Okay. I, and, I'm just going to say you can do it because that was just literally like a couple hours and ago. I think it originally was on the train because I saw a similar shape, and now they had it in the mine. So don't know what that was. He uh, he sits there. He sits there and ponders for a moment. Him and Lawrence. He, he he says some stuff. He talks to Lawrence a little bit. They're kind of, it's a very quiet conversation. And he goes... Now that does sound familiar, but uh, we we're we're not entirely positive about what that is. But it does sound quite familiar. But we know a lady who might be able to help. She's currently not in town, though. Um, who? Uh, old friend of ours named Cass. Yes, fucking love Cass. Where is she now? Uh, currently she's running a she's a she's a, in Atla. She runs a, a shop out in Atla. Fuck. Does she run a shop or a shop a? Uh, shop. She's not a paunchy bitch. <laughs> She's not trying to be bougie. Another question. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Hot. That was the question. <laughs> that was it. That's all I had. Oh, I no. need a couple moments. <laughs> Go uh, to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Silas Ramsbottom. Lovely to meet you again. Um, there, that broken flying train in yes. the forest? And the, uh, the desert, you mean? The old locomotives train? Yes. Yeah. If, since it's not doing anything, if we happen to... Do you can want Can we it? have it? You can do whatever the fuck you want fuck with it. Fuck yes. Yes. Does not work, but we want it. I understand. I'm not trying to thought. Um. <laughs> that got everyone. I'm going to be honest, that was unintentional. <laughs> um, since we're, they want to take it, how does it work? How do we get it flying again? Well, I'm not entirely specifics on that one. I know someone who would know, though. Is it cast? Yeah. Oh, sweet God. Listen, son, I'm a I'm a simple town sheriff. I have some blacksmithing skills, though. Do, Do you, you have... Ca- Sorry. What's up? Do you have the address for Cass? Oh, yeah, and he got a piece of paper off, off uh, Lawrence's table, scribbles it down, hands it to you. There you go. Okay. She runs a boutique shop out, out of Atla. I am going to lose this paper immediately. I hand it to Rose. 
I'm going to make a couple different. I'm going to take the paper, write it in my journal, yeah. then make another copy of it and rip it out and then hand them both copies of it. Sweet. They will be lost. Sweet. <laughs> Audrey, you, you know innately how to get there. Safely in numbers. Sweet. Um, is there any way you can let, us, let her know we're coming? I can go try to dig up our old speaking stones. I had a thought. Instead of taking the time to travel to Atla, Xylus Ramsbottom, I'm losing the voice. Um, could we send her or a message, perhaps through Speaking Stones, and ask her to come here? That's possible. I don't know. I don't know this cast. How long do we... Uh, Monthly Daniel question. How long do we have before the calling? I think about a week. A okay. days. Got a couple days. Oh, boy. A couple days? Yeah. That's, yeah, it's like I don't want to go to Atla. Yeah, it's, you'll probably only have like five days left. We really did not plan anything for that. I think we're just leveling up. Like, honestly, that's pretty good. Yeah. And we have a small army now. We yeah. need to ask the Irish mage about the vampire stuff. Really? <laughs> really, Andre? You're welcome, Daniel, for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I expect you to remember, because you just remember these things. She did, so. Yeah, no, I... Oh, shit. I just remembered I have shields back in Havencrest. You have what? Would it be a bad shields. idea to go back? The Havencrest? Shields? To Havencrest? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I think if we contact Cass and then let her know we're going to be in Havencrest. You can, yeah, ask her to come to Havencrest. Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh, you can try. Okay. Can we use the speaking stones or should, do we need to mail it? Do the speaking stones work? <laughs> he has to find his speaking stone. Okay. I'm just going to say he does because I don't want to do that to you guys. He finds the speaking stone and he gives it to you guys. It's just a little uh, purple. Uh, it's a It's half a geode. Okay. So it's one, it's like, you know, geode cut in half, so you can see all the crystals in it. It's a speaking That's stone. Cool. Who wants, who wants the speaking geode? <sighs> Silas, I think you have the best intro, so <laughs> I think it's on you, bud. Technically, Audrey did my intro this time, but I take the stone. <sighs> Hello? Hello, Silas Rams bottom here. I, like, tap the stone and shit. <laughs> you just, hold on, because last time I did this. And all of a sudden, like, a little picture appears in front of you, and it's, it's this blonde-haired... Like platinum blonde haired uh, lady. She's maybe in her 30s. She's got wild eyes, wild platinum blonde hair. It kind of looks kind of crazy. Hello? Hello. My name is Xylus Ramsbottom. I, me and my party. How the fuck did you get this? Oh, Fox. Fox. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fox gave it to us. Who the fuck is Fox? The Sheriff of Salora. Fucking Fox. Oh, yeah. You want some? Yes, we had we had a couple questions. Um, okay, we were wondering if you could help us out. Uh, we could probably. Joey, Joey, we, 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 yeah, I got some time. What do we need? I hand it to Rose. <laughs> um, my compatriots would like to know two things. Yeah, okay. Um, order of importance. I'm just going to describe the spear that we saw and say that we found it on the cannibal train, and that and ask her if she knows what that is. Um, uh, um, you saw that. Multiple times. Velvet, nice to meet you. It talked to me. Oh, no. Didn't know that, but there was that. Yes. <laughs> I didn't touch it though. Oh, that's not good. I didn't okay, touch it. Um, did did you destroy it? I just shrug. I'm like, probably. Maybe. Well, there was dynamite involved. We, it's probably. Did you see it get destroyed? No. Negative ghost rider. We're not sure. Oh no. Okay. Okay. That um. That is. That's a um. That's that's a. It's like a monolith of hunger. Mm-hmm. Um. That's me at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And then just from the background, you hear Marie. She's like, oh, fuck. Do we, do we got snacks? Do we got snacks? Someone got Doritos? I just throw some snacks at Marie. Oh, shit! Fuck yes! 
It's like dried fruit. <laughs> Are these chips? They're fucking beef jerky. I definitely have beef jerky and chips. I, you got I threw chips at her. I know what's going Fuck on. Fuck yes, chips! Uh, Sweet! I take like an... Like fucking chili cheese Fritos. An inch by inch ball of scone out of my pocket and drop it through the stone. <laughs> no, this is Marie. Oh, I want to drop it through... The, see if it goes through the stone. Uh, it, it just goes into the stone. She's like, what the fuck is so this? Stink. Didn't, didn't go through? No. You didn't get that? Okay. Okay. And just in the background now is Marie just like sitting in the corner of a room with a bag of Doritos in her lap, just jamming her face full of Doritos. Hardcore munching. <laughs> fuck, I was hungry. Also, apparently our friend is a monolith of hunger too. <laughs> just really, I haven't eaten in like five days, bro. Why not? It's not like we're poor. We're not? And so that's just gonna, she's just going to be in the background just jamming her face full of chips. So, um, what's a monolith of hunger? Um, so, it's an ancient relic uh, that the, the L locomotive people used to keep on them. It, it, um, for, I mean, it, what it does is it permeates the mind and causes one to start craving human flesh and only human flesh. That's not good. It's a leftover relic from the, when the gods created the world. Um, so if someone spends enough time around it, they, one, begin to grow an attachment to the relic where they, they can't be away from it without, you know, it being physically harmed. And they also start, be, start craving human flesh. And once they eat human flesh, they can never go back. I see. Wow. This reminds me of my cousin with a meth addiction. <laughs> so you tell me, is, is once you Lucas? go... <laughs> Once you go flesh, you don't go back. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm just saying, from my experience. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, and follow up questions. You don't know me. That's okay. But it feels like That's, we do. Wrong with that. Um, follow up question. Speaking of the train, it's currently broken, and my two compatriots. Wait, the the train through Salor is broken? No, no, no. Flying train. The flying train. What was the name of the flying the train? The L locomotive. Oh god! Train. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. like two compatriots really want to bring it back to life. So how do we go about doing that? Well, I mean, how badly is it damaged? Pretty fucked up. How fucked up? It's pretty fucked up. I just go through the entire Enough. thing that we like, all the things we mentioned two episodes ago. All the wood is gone. I think the cars were still connected though and shit. I think the boilers destroyed. So what you're going to need to do is you're going to restore it back to at least, it's, you're, you're going to need to get the boiler back in one piece. And, like, the woodwork and shit? Ah, the woodwork doesn't matter too much. Okay. It just has to function as a train. Ah, so the magic's already there. Uh, no, the magic is also going to have to be restored. Ah. Well, first, make it as a train. We have, we, yeah, we have to make, you have to make it as a train first. And then the magic still might be there. It just needs to be jump-started. So they're saying the magic was Fuck inside yeah. us the entire time. <laughs> you, just, you believe in magic? I almost went that way with it. So we need a train mechanic. Yeah, you, you need a train mechanic. Or just, like, sink a bunch of time into the train. Either one works. You also need to get out of the desert. Why? Because uh, working on a train in the middle of the desert would be kind of inconvenient. It costs a lot of money yeah, to get materials fair. out there. How do you transport a train? A broken one. With a train? I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but we have to get it eight hours from the spot, or four hours from the spot it is, to a train. Fuck. That's a lot of effort. We can circle back to this. Does anybody know any flying bison? You know Reggie? Yep, yep. Yeah, Reggie yep, was a yep. very nice guy. Um, Reggie? Yeah, Reggie, the flying bison. I'm fucking Oh, yeah, no, I remember Reggie. 
Oh yeah, like five episodes ago, that, that yeah. Reggie, the flying bison. Did you not listen to my fun fact five episodes ago? I have a best friend named Reggie who's a flying bison. There's a character in this game named Reggie. It's like Geralt. There's three Reggies actually. We're just fucking with you. I know you are because you said he, you were, but okay. there's actually NPCs in this game named Reggie. Is there? Yeah. That are flying bison. Uh, not flying bison, but it's actually one a of them is highly magical. It's a family name actually. They're all called Reggie, so about 20 of them. Reggie's actually a surname. Yeah. <laughs> there's, she's just like, there's, um, there's a guy in Slora right now. Um, he might be able to help you move the train. Is it Pistol Pete? Yeah. You know Pistol Pete? It's, pis- it's Pistol Pete. That's my granddad. Yeah, he's a good guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh he's a cool guy. Where do you he sold me a box dynam- of dynamite. Oh, Where do we think he got the diamond from? This makes sense. I used it to blow up the mine. Holy shit. I love Pistol Pete so much. Are you guys terrorists? No, 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 they're back. It was the El Locomotives. The, okay, good. The Fox wanted us to blow up the mine. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Pete might be able to help you get that thing moving. Sweet. I'm going to look at Silas for a second. Pistol Pete! If you yes. blow up a mine, if we blew up that mine, does it make it ours now? The mine? Yeah, instead of being mine, it's ours. Fuck off. I think we... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, folks, I'm just going to walk home now. Good idea. In the snow. In the snow. No, no, he deserves it. I've got a rain jacket. Uphill both ways. <laughs> it's that stupid thing on TikTok where the lady's like, it's not a clitter eye, it's a clitter eye. I've not seen that, but now I need to. It's so stupid. I love it. Okay. Um, I have a question for Cass. Oh, yeah, what's up? Um, so, so... All of these things are very pressing matters. However, I think uh, we actually may potentially go back to uh, uh, Havencrest on, on the West Coast. Okay, the, yeah. Because they got a vampire problem <laughs> that we're trying to deal with as okay. well. yeah. Do you know any, do, do you have any good information or maybe help for that? Do you guys got a cleric? Or about 50 clerics? No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> do you guys know magic? A bit. I mean, I got a little bit. I can turn my hands into fucking into fucking claws. Ooh, uh, what kind of vampires are you dealing with? Little ones, big ones. The Duke of the Lord. Duke, that asshole. The Lord Duke of that asshole. Yeah. I thought he died. Well, he did, and then became the undead. Um, I mean, I normally when I just run into a vampire, I just explode them with like fire. Yeah. Velvet looks at Silas. I do have fire. You got fireball? No. Oh, yeah. Normally, I just cast fireball wait, wait, on them. Wait, wait. Hey, um, Cass. Yeah. Two questions. What's up? One's gonna be a follow up to the first question. Can we have you come out and help us with this? That was kind of what I was leading up to. I got magic missile. <laughs> we have that. Up to six times per day. Okay. <laughs> do you want to come but, help? But yes. Would uh, Would you be interested in in helping? I the, could. Yeah. The cause. Sweet. Your follow up question. Um, do you know any clerics? Uh, I know a few. Potentially what? like a whole church full? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do actually. Maybe anyone named Roger? Would Raji! They, would they be interested in destroying vampires? Probably. Because I, I hear that the, the, the forest service in the town of Havencrest would probably pay pretty well. I, I gotta go find them. I gotta go. And you see it now. She's like walking around. She's like, I, I gotta look up the shop real quick. Thank you. Uh, I gotta go talk to some people. Uh, you could go talk to my grandpa. He might be able to help you with the train thing. Definitely. Yeah. I gotta go talk to Roger. 
Wait, pause for a question. Out of character. Pistol Pete's what type of character? Like what race? Human. Oh, okay. I was getting confused with the Minotaur. I was like, wait, wait. How did you become a Minotaur? The Minotaur blacksmith back yeah. in Haven Crest? Yeah, I got him confused. I'm like, wait, this is a weird, weird timeline. Yes, Audrey? I'm trying to find a way for Velvet. Wait, if Persephone is technically like her foster mom, then I feel like she would know Raji. Roger's a character from our old campaign. Yeah, totally. She would. Wow, this is going to okay. get real yeah. bad real fast. Yeah. You uh, talk to Raji? Yeah. <gasps> Tell him I said hi. Okay. I miss Raji. You know Roger? Yeah. Okay. Persephone's kind of like my mom. You know Persephone? Yeah, Mother Freya. She's crazy. They're good broads. They raised me. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think I get it from? Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Mother Freya's delightful. Okay, I gotta go talk to some people. Yeah. Uh, Tell Raji it's me. He'll okay, come. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll come. I'll, I gotta go talk to some people. Uh, call you guys back and then the song just click. I just, been, I just realized I've been doing finger guns like five times and I should just do it into the mic click and listener actually knows I'm doing finger guns. So she hangs up on you guys. Where are you off to? Pistol Pete. But before we do that, do you think you do you think your Step- adopted mom, stepmom, foster mom would know people to help us out? Because we have the stone. Stone. Probably they kind of run a like a an abbey. I feel like Mother Freya would come out and fucking fuck shit up. Here's the She's bit where we start broad. raising an army. She's a good broad. Yeah. I feel like we kind of need to. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. For the vampire situation. I have an army. We have an uh, Mother Freya. I'm gonna turn to Fox. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so does that does that speak in stone kind of go like wherever? Can you? Is it like a you can type? Yeah, in you like a you, thing. You, and you got can, that 5G Verizon. Data plan. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> turn the frogs gay, but you can talk, call, and text from anywhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Spreading that COVID. Yeah, no, the, the, the 5G signal will give you COVID, but you and can call you someone gay. from a cave. If you're not already gay, if you're already gay, just makes your nuts explode. <laughs> or oh, your vagina. No. Okay. Uh, can I use the, the speaking stuff? Yeah, it's all yours. Can I, yeah? Uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to call, I'll call Mother Freya to make it easier for you. Oh no, you can only call, you can only call Cass with the speaking stone. Well, that's what I was asking. Oh, yeah, you can only call Cass with it because it's only a speaking Does stone. Does he have a speaking stone that I could call someone on besides Cass? <laughs> no, because speaking stones are only connected to each other. Wait, I, I, okay. Wait, so Fox has a speaking stone. Persephone still has a speaking stone. Everyone had a speaking stone. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> whenever Daniel decided to give it, give it to wait, us for wait, the plot. Wait, wait, yeah. We all had it. We all kept it. Whenever he decided to give it to us for wait, the plot. Yeah. yeah. That's Did what, you? Yeah. I was pushing it down this, <laughs> that's why I was pushing it this stone, Daniel. <laughs> Because Fox and Persephone are like, yeah. How do I remember the past campaign more than I remember this campaign? <laughs> okay. Hey, Fox, do you have a, do you have a speaking stuff for my mother? Uh, maybe. Velvet, nice to meet you. I'm Persephone's kind of daughter. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We kind of lost contact after I moved out here. Weird. Maybe, I, honey, I live out in the middle of the... Uh, Honey, I live out in the middle of the desert. It's kind of hard to communicate with someone when you live out in the middle of butt fuck nowhere and you're you, trying to you constantly just, trying to get mur- be murdered. Velvet, nice to meet you. You just communicate with Cass. Well, because Cass comes out here every so often. Are you currently having a stroke? <laughs> yes. Fine. I, listen, I'll go no, look for. Fine. I'll look for it. I might have a back at home. I don't know. Give me a couple minutes. I got. Give me an hour. Actually, or so. now that I think about it, I think I remember being a kid and you guys talking on a speaking. Stage. <laughs> I was gonna say, as the person who p- 
played Fox. And she would go, go Fox. play with Bob. I think we'd make it co- keep in contact all three of us. It'd just be in between. Like it would be hard. We would It'd forget very, about it. Very, very intermittent. We'd like, forget about it. Like we'd get together all three of us like once a year. How have the last yeah. two years been? How was what about what about my uncle Paws? I just realized that you guys are like my character's family. Like your guys' character. Oh my god. Yeah. You're. Oh my god. Oh, that okay? Weird. I haven't talked to him in years. Cat. Fuck you guys. Oh my god. My old character was a cat. <laughs> a gender, a, a gender ambiguous cat. Yes, tangential paws. And called yes tangential paws, which yeah. was the best name ever. You got speaking stuff for my uncle paws. He just gives you guys two speaking stones that connect, can connect to the old party miraculously now. <laughs> 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 and that's how you slowly pull your DM into making the decision that you wanted him to make. I'm just I, so I'm thinking about it now and I feel like for like storytelling purposes it might be really hard for Daniel to play our old characters <laughs> while we play life. our characters yeah. so we don't have to do this I'm so sorry I can do one character at a time but all three well, fuck no I was going I to- mean well I was thinking maybe just like one comes out yeah. like Paws is like I'm out in the middle of the ocean <laughs> and Fox is like I can't leave <laughs> I don't know yeah 100% <laughs> anyways I was just running what this make, joke with what not makes making you think they're going to work? That's fair. I don't know. What are you going to say, Caleb? Say your thing. I was just running this joke to know that we weren't actually going to follow it. I was just trying to make mess, mess with Daniel as much as possible. And then we finally got to the point. He quit. And I'm like, cool. I got what I wanted. We're done. We're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> okay. So, yes, you have a speaking stone for Cass, and that's it. Velvet's a little sad. <sighs> <laughs> just... I almost did the fox voice. <laughs> I almost was like, don't worry, little lady. Don't need to be sad. She's out there in the abbey over there. Don't we, You guys can make a trip there anytime. Okay. I would like to visit Pistol Pete. Yes. Okay. You guys make your way across town to the very end of town, out in like the outskirts of town, and there's a small building with you know a small, tiny little blacksmith shop, and you see a crazy uh, white-haired man out uh, working, on a, working on a forge. He looks exactly like you would expect an old prospector to look like. Is, wait, is this Pistol Pete? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi, Pistol Pete. Howdy, how you doing? Jesus Christ. What can I do you for? Hello, sir. Hi. You want to buy a box of dynamite? You want to buy a machine gun? We already bought the dynamite. Nice to meet you. That box of dynamite was real good. Yeah. It was real good. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm glad it was useful. Yeah. Yeah. Did we get gold? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, from we got 500 gold. 500 gold each. That's funny. Okay. Anyways, um, we talked to uh, 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 your granddaughter. Oh, you talked to her. Yeah. How's she doing? Uh, Good. Good. Yeah. Um. Hey. We have a question about the trains. Want to buy some grenades? No, wait, 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 wait. We have have a question. Yeah. About a train. Okay. In the desert, the 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 L locomotive's train that's kind of stranded out there. Yeah. Can we make it work? I don't see why not. Do you know how? Well, Pistol Pete can do anything if he puts his mind to it. Would you be willing to help us? <laughs> Certainly. How might we make this happen? Well, I gotta see how badly damaged the train is. Can you get there? Well, why don't I don't see why not? Why don't y'all climb into the shop and we'll be on our way? I'm sorry. Um, Come on, Gideon. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. He opens a door into the building. I hesitantly, but walk in. Caleb, do you go inside? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> processing that last minute. I forgot that hap- that shop could do that. Audrey, do, do you fall Pistol Pete into the building? 
Yes. Okay. You go into his tiny little build, the tiny little building. Um, it's absolutely packed full with just the most random assortment of tools and shit you can imagine. Uh, you're pretty sure he lives in here because they're hanging from this two of the rafters in the ceiling is a hammock. But there's also just a shit ton of like machinery and materials and weapons and equipment. There's a dead body in here. Well, it's, it's a skeleton though, so that's fine. There's a bunch of weapons in here. Oh yeah, it's chocked full of weapons. It's PG because it's a skeleton. Weapon, your family's here. Do we have weapon and like yeah. badger? Yeah, 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 yeah. With you. Okay. Okay. He uh, goes over to a control panel on the wall, hidden behind some like suits of armor. Pushes the suits of armor over. Just <laughs> starts like turning some knobs and flipping, flipping some buttons, and he opens like a little, like a shrunk, a little hatch, and looks out. And goes, okay, here we go. And you guys feel like the whole boom, like, <laughs> and like it's kind of that feeling you get when an elevator goes up. Yep. Yeah. And then like the whole building itself starts like. <laughs> rocking back and forth in a really weird way (laughs) and we're moving and if you look out the window the building is quite rapidly moving across the landscape (laughs) coming from the corner of each building are long spindly wooden legs that kind of are like reminiscent of a spider and it's just quickly just like (laughs) across the desert at a near running speed i'm imagining like Hal's moving castle vibes have you ever seen wild wild west Wow, wow, West. Yes. Like, like it's that. not quite as awkward as that spider. It's a it's very, very f- mechanical. It's a very fluid motion. Yeah, freaking, um, what movie did I just say? Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle. Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Never seen it. It's just very much, it. I think, what you're thinking, because okay. it, like, moves pretty fast and organically, but it's mechanical. Yeah. And you guys are just making your way across the desert in this dude's, uh, shack. Fuck yeah. Yep. I say, this is a lovely ride. Yeah, it's uh, built in myself. It's one of two out in the world that I've made. Where's the other one? Belongs to a a, a goblin that I met while with uh, with his half-orc friend. If we ever run into them, Daniel painted a photo of that vehicle yes, specifically. it's right there. And we'll post it on our Twitter. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. an outhouse. It's a walking outhouse. So unless you guys want to do anything, it's going to be like a two or three hour journey across well, the desert. Very much. She immediately sat down because okay. she does not like the motion. Okay. I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. <gasps> sleep is good. Sebastian? Mine says I have 40 out of 40 hit points. I don't know. I'm also going to meditate, well, I mean, We're I guess. not going to get a long rest. Mm-hmm. You get a short rest at most. Okay. I'm going to need some hit that then. After a couple hours, the outhouse stops, rests back down to the ground, and Pistol Pete walks out. I don't know if you guys walk out. I check and make sure that the... Uh, the what is it? A house? Shack. The shack. I check and make sure the shack is on the ground. And then it walk is. Out. When you're using hit dice to heal, yeah. do you add your constitution to it? Okay. Yep. Shut up, fridge! Sweet. Okay. I use two hit dice. Okay. And I'm back to full health. Are you guys all leaving? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you exit the outhouse, you are in the middle of the desert. With, uh, right, you parked right next to the train. and You can see Pistol Pete out there with a, uh, a notebook... And a pencil quickly, you know, writing, jotting down notes, notes and drawing little sketches of stuff. Going, mm, yes, mm, mm, yes. Mm, mm. The notes are illegible to anyone but him. Snake. Oh, yeah, no, totally. It looks. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> the little, uh, like, a lot of the writing looks like tiny little hieroglyphs hy- and stuff. Hieroglyphs? Hieroglyphs? How do you say that word? Hieroglyphs. 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 Uh, yeah, and it's just scribbles, and you have no idea what's going on. But if. You just stand there waiting. It's going to be like 45 minutes of him like walking around, making those kind of noises, taking notes. I pet Soteria. I'm going to go look for <laughs> desert animals. Okay. Roll that shit. Yeah. 
I'm going to keep painting on the train. Okay. Again, Ad- giving <sighs> weapon also paintings. Okay, good, because he was going to go find another coyote and punch it. No. No. <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm redirecting. Yeah, yeah, you're, re- you're, you're redirecting the hate. <laughs> yes. Oh, I should ask. I ask Velvet. Velvet, may I pet Soteria? Yes, thank you. Wait. <clears throat> Velvet, nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. I pet Soteria. Okay. I got a natural 20. For, for, okay, you Probably. find... For desert animals. You find a myriad of desert animals. All sorts of small reptiles and rodents. You find a couple coyotes. And a whole myriad of things. Just Some unpunched so, coyotes? You find a punched coyote. <laughs> Would you say I found a, the desert fox? Yes. You find a small, kind of wily looking German man talking <laughs> about moving the pandas across the desert to cut off the British. <laughs> but I, do I actually find a real desert fox? Yeah, you find a desert Sweet. fox. Sweet. I'm going to take it. Velvet Roll animal check. handling. <laughs> Take it. I know that Wait, was. A, I know it was a really bad way of saying that. That's not what I meant. I'm gonna try to make friends with it. That's a better way. Roll of saying animal it. handling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a sixth. Never mind. We're not friends ever. I'm just gonna leave. I failed. You get bit in the hand for three damage. That's fine. <laughs> That's how it usually happens. I had a natural twenty. I thought I'd use something for it, and um, it didn't didn't work out. While you guys are doing your various things. After 45 minutes, Pete, Pete comes back and goes, well, I can make it work, but we're going to need it. Take it out of the desert, but I can help with that. Take it? Take it. Take it. We got to take it. We got to take it out of the desert. Where do you guys want this thing? It's like a desert ticket. Do we want to be in Sol- Solora to work on it, or do we want to be in Havengrass? Havengrass is what I was thinking. I feel like that's a lot to ask, though. Like, how do we transport it? Like, is he going to... I hate to even bring it up. He hasn't charged us any money yet. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> could you work on it in Solora? Would that be fine? I could do that. Okay. That... Would Would Havencrest be too far? Nope. I could get there. Do you mind going to Havencrest and working on it there? Not at all. Velvet, nice to meet you. We could park it outside the lighthouse. <gasps> Wherever you want it. This is a beautiful idea. I want to make a landing pad. <laughs> I want to find some dirt and I want to make a fucking landing pad. <laughs> Okay. Whenever we're around, whenever we're around there, and we have time. Is that what you want? Am I giving the address to Lighthouse? Perfect. All right, I'm gonna. I gotta do something with the shack real quick, and he runs over to the shack, and he, you hear him inside crashing around. <laughs> you guys just gonna wait? Yep. Okay. Yes. You wait around for about another five minutes, and he starts like bringing out large like metal cables and stuff, and attaching them to the shack at various points. And he goes back inside, and you hear a loud, <laughs> and the the roof like it's a little little steepled roof, like your classic little like pointed roof and the roof begins opening and it opens all the way up and then you hear a and slowly out of the top of the roof a weird fabric object begins to emerge oh my god slowly growing larger and larger and larger until you realize there's a massive balloon beginning to sprout out of the top of the roof and it slowly gets bigger and bigger and bigger until like an airship sized balloon been produced from the top of this building and the and the, the shack itself lifts off the ground, and you can see Pistol Pete in there working hard on those controls. Yes, and it, the, it's a that that yeah, it's an airship now. Can we hop in the th- any anywhere to get a ride to Havencrest? Yeah, but he's got to attach the train to the bottom of it first. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could hop in the train or the fucking cab. How many cars shack. do you want with it? How many cars are there? Yeah, it's like fifteen. Ooh. Oh, I don't think we need fifteen. Well, my original thought was we each get a train car. We could do like four. I was thinking four or five, yeah. 
There's always extra for five. Five is good. I think five is a good number. Can we do five? Yeah. Sorry. Can we do five? Yeah. I think five may be like the best number to like do stuff with. I agree. Okay. Uh, You see him take the Zeppelin shack and hover over the, the train car and a bunch of small little automaton creatures begin coming out from the windows and stuff of the shack. And just over over a matter of minutes, they connect to the train cars and the engine that you need to the shack, and it just flies away with them. Are we going to hop on it? Oh, you didn't? Ah, I was asking. You're fine. You're fine. No, you're totally good. Wherever you want to hop on. I'll be in the shack. It seems the safest place <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, it seems safer. Okay. Uh, you're in the shack. Everyone's in the shack. Um, it's going to be a couple hour journey. Do you want to do anything? It's probably going to be like a... It's going to be like a day. Okay. I'm just going to do a long rest now. Okay. And if you want to do anything while you're... I'm going to take a long rest too. Okay. Sebastian? Are there any piles of shit I can sit on and meditate? There's Not a lot, There's literally. a lot of random crap in here, man. I sit on a pile of crap. All right. You sit on a pile of uh, looks like old hoodies. Cool. With like random holes and stuff cut out of them. They smell like weed. <laughs> no. No, they don't. They smell like gunpowder. Ooh. And sulfur. And wood. All right, start meditating. Okay. Uh, by the time you guys all wake up, he yells at you, we're almost at Havencrest. <sighs> Thanks, Pete. <sighs> Nailing that whole creepy vibe really well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sebastian. Yes, thank you. Uh, one of the automatons is sitting on top of your head for some reason. How big is it? Just like Pandora. Like head uh, size? Uh, it's like the size of a dog. <laughs> Pandora's our cat. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. That's She's beautiful. Pandora's pretty, uh, pretty great. Oh yeah, so wonderful, delightful, great animal. Silas, she is. You seem She's to be in a bit of a beautiful. rough situation. I, god damn it! I try and take the automaton off my head. Uh, you you pick it up off your head easily. It looks like it's turned off. Oh, okay. It, they kind of look like spiders. It just turned turned off on top of my head. Yeah. Is I in its spot? Yeah, you were. Is it like the spiders in like Morrowind and Skyrim? But dog, the dwarvish. They're dwarven. No, they're like Spiders. they have little hexagonal bodies with like eyeball like from the center of the body come like two little mechanical eye stalks that can like look around. It has four legs coming out and like from underneath are like little pinchers. Like snails with legs. No. Yes. No, because they're the eyeballs. Oh well, yeah, that part, yeah. <laughs> and then from the underside are like little mechanical arms that use it to grab things. I started admiring its work. The the work of the the design of the uh, that. Yeah, it's not beautiful. I admire <laughs> just, it anyway. It's just, it seems robust. I, I'm just, it's something to do. <laughs> okay, you look at it deeply. It's it's uh, pretty hobbled together, but it works. Cool. Uh, a couple more hours pass, and you feel the airship begin to descend, and you just hear Pete, We're going in! Everyone strap in! <laughs> there's nowhere to strap in. Oh, fuck no, there's nowhere to strap in. <laughs> if you crash, you will die. <laughs> Great. Yep. And that's how Daniel got a TPK. <laughs> Didn't no, that. no, Daniel. No, no the, the, the landing, while kind of rough, no one gets hurt. And you guys are back at your lighthouse. What? Out front, right next to the walking path that everyone walks up and down, is the remnants of the train. The, the like, bridge thing, right? No, no, no. So there's the bridge that goes to your lighthouse, and oh, like okay. along the coast next to the train track is a walking mm-hmm. path. Cool. By the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Is there yeah. anything in the mailbox? No, it doesn't look like you got any mail. Okay. Yeah, I check that sometimes. Yeah, do you do? He sets, the, he sets the train down right next to the walking path, and then the outhouse he sets right next to the train. Not the outhouse. His shack he sets right next to the train. Perfect. Yes. Now what? If you're not going to do anything, he's going to start working. 
I mean, we could do that and go talk to the Archmage. Yeah. 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 That seems like a plan. I'm going to tell him what we're doing, though. <sighs> tell him our plan. <clears throat> we'll be back. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I got a long rest. Yeah. We'll be <clears throat> back. Okay. Are you now Vel? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> long rest. Yeah. So, you guys leave Pistol Pete to do his thing uh, with the train, and you start walking through the woods towards the Archmage's place. Sweet. Yes. Sir Edwin Hubble. Um, indubitably. Indubitably. A uh, couple hours go by as you walk through the woods. It's it's about midday, probably about around noonish. Uh, the fog has burnt away, and it's pl- it's it is pleasant. It's not too warm, but not too cold. It's kind of that nice even temperature. Uh, the woods are alive with small birds and critters and whatnot. Uh, but you know, quite quickly you come you you come to a clearing where the the abandoned rice farm that Sir Edwin Hubble lives on is, and your friends the scarecrows. Can I high five a scarecrow? <laughs> Uh, you high five the scarecrow and it just <laughs> turns around really fast on its pole. <laughs> I want to do that to all of them now. I'm not going to. Rose is just running around. I'm going to resist the temptation. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marie falls in, but she's okay with it. She falls in where? The rice paddy. The, okay. the abandoned oh. rice paddy. You just hear swoosh in here. Yeah. And I don't know where a lighter is, but you hear a lighter and then. Ah. Mud bath. Mud bath. You're going to be okay there, buddy? What's up? You going to be good? Yeah, I'll be fine. Okay, we're going to pick you up when we uh, come back. Sweet. Wait, 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 wait. I throw off some more chips. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you should bring snacks back. I didn't hear a word you said. You should bring back snacks. They have some good snacks in there. Maybe Spoons makes made some more bread. Fucking go for some bread. And they have some good tea and or coffee. Could take some chunks you out of You might have to come in for these things, yeah. though. Could take some chunks out of the homunculus soup. I was gonna say, don't drink whatever Doctor Shrimp is. Hold on, there's soup. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's she immediately no stands soup. up and starts walk. Fuck Marie. yeah, soup! Oh. I love soup. Clam chowder is my favorite. Oh, That's more of a chowder than a soup, though. They got a bread bowl. Probably. Fuck yeah! You guys walking this up? This is to the not bar? my responsibility. <laughs> I'm gonna go knock on the door. You, you <laughs> knock on the door. You uh. A uh, couple minutes goes by and the door opens and you find, uh, standing there in an apron, like last time, is Sir Spoons. He looks at you, well, hello. Hi, Spoons. How is it going? Good, how are you? I am delightful. What's, what's, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. I am making cupcakes. <gasps> Very cool. Yes. Uh, is Sir Howell here? Oh, uh, yes, he is. You can come in. I will go get him. Awesome. You walk in and uh, it's exactly as you remember it. Very white and modern looking. There's the conversation pit. Uh, on the floor, though, <laughs> towards uh, in the middle of the floor, written and written looks looks like like some sort of black paste is a pentagram. Hmm. In the center of the pentagram is a skull, and on each each uh, point is a is a candle of a different color, and they're all lit. But you know, everything else seems fine. Is it so? Is this we all just like fully walked in? Yeah, and you see this just in the middle of the floor. Um. I think Velvet would, or Vel would probably go, hey, Dr. Shrimp. <laughs> if that was his name. Was his name Dr. Shrimp? You know him as Dr. Shrimp. Dr. As you, as you hey, say Dr. That, Shrimp. Uh, as you say that, Spoons is halfway up a set of series. He goes, Dr. Shrimp is not here today. He is out in the woods. Never mind. Yes. I'm sorry if you'd like to see him. I don't know. I just thought he was here. No. I'm so sorry. Okay. That's Okay. Okay. <laughs> the fuck is Toons crying in a pentagram <laughs> shed in the living room? Then, uh, what are you guys doing? Why you? Why Sir Spoons is looking for Mister Hubble? 
I'm just going to go sit in the conversation pit. Yeah. You go sit in the conversation pit. Sebastian? I attempt a cartwheel in the living room. <laughs> Roll acrobatics. 18. Damn. That's a fly-ass cartwheel. I pointed my toes and everything. Yeah, Yo, yeah you did good. And you, then you I did very well. Then I run over and sit in the pit. You sit in the pit. Okay. Nice job, Simone Biles. Chris Pie 5 from Vel. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, as you guys are sitting down, you... you Roll perception. Just everyone roll perception. Oh. I get to use my new dice. You get to use your new dice. <gasps> oh, um, I know it's just like mid-episode, but like if the dude from Barnes & Noble is listening, like, hi, hello. I'm oh, using shit. the dice. <laughs> I got a 10. I got a fucking... Wait, we're doing perception? Yes. I got a 22. Thank you, dude from Barnes & Noble. I never got your name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have asked your name, but I was really hungry and not thinking straight. And if you're still listening to this two months later, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. Only one of us has met you, but the rest of us, thank you. It's pretty chill, dude. Awesome. Yeah, seemed I got pretty a 14. Cool. What'd you get, Audrey? A 22. Audrey and, Kay- Audrey and Sebastian, uh, you realize that Marie is not sitting with you. She is in the kitchen looking through the cupboards. Oh, no. I'm... <laughs> Oh, is that? Is anybody else? Are, That's don't a, look at me. I didn't see shit. It's I, just me. I'm just seeing this. No, I, you, you no, two no, saw no, it. No, sees it also. Vel's gonna. Vel's gonna look at Zylus. I I look. I look towards Marie and yell, "Hey, do you find anything good?" No, I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna go get her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna go get her. You, you walk up and you go get her. Yes. She's sitting there looking through the cupboards like, "Fuck, where's the ball?" Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. This is the Archmage's house. Yeah. This is not. We can ask for things, but we don't just. We can't. This is not. What? Respectful. We need to go sit but down. But you said there was soup. Ask Sir Spoons when he comes back. You got to ask for things. But I'm hungry now. Okay. I understand that. But I'm hungry I'm now. I'm so sorry about that, but we need to go sit down and you can ask for, for soup. From I, think I'm really, I, I think I'm really close to a bowl, though. But I don't care. Let's go sit down. But I want to. I'm sorry, babe. Listen, you know I love you, and I'm I'm sorry that you're hungry. I know. I hear you. But I'm so I hear. Hungry. I hear your words, so Marie. Hungry. I hear your words. I know that you're hungry. I've heard. Yes, I understand. I'm so sorry for that. But we need to go sit down. Yeah, but I'm hungry now. Is this? Do I need to? Oh, you want to go there? No, I don't want to fight you or anything. But well, like, then just let me I'll, find a bowl. I'll, I'll hold have your hand. Soup. We'll go walk. Can we do that? No, but I'm hungry now. Let's go right now. But I'm hey, hungry now. But like, she let's starts looking through cupboards again. Minute. Daniel, don't make me fight Marie. I don't want to fight Marie. <laughs> yeah, but she's hungry now, Audrey. Marie, I have snacks. You hear? You hear? <laughs> you have snacks? Thank God. <laughs> just gonna hold open a bag of like trail mix. <gasps> does that have chocolate in it? Of course it does. Fuck yeah! And she goes and she just Thank starts. God. Dude, peanuts are good. So yeah, Marie is sitting there nomming hardcore on peanuts. We're waiting for uh, Sir Edwin Hubble. Yes. Okay. Silas did a fucking awesome cartwheel. Yes. Best cartwheel. Greatest <laughs> cartwheel ever. Uh, you guys sit there for about five more minutes. Velvet wants to do a cartwheel. <laughs> Go ahead, do a cartwheel. That's not great. I got a 12. It's passable. Your knees were a little Just bent. Just like my normal cartwheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used people to do cartwheels one-handed. Listen. You probably still can. I probably still can. Yeah, actually. I still can. Because I have this like mental block on my right side. I only do them one-handed. Anyways. I, I can't do a cartwheel at all. About five minutes later, you hear a clunk, clunk, clunk coming from upstairs, and Sir Spoons comes walking down. He walks back into the kitchen and pulls some cupcakes out of the oven, and uh, Sir Edwin Hubble comes walking down. He's wearing his classic, you know, uh, a pound of, pair of black slant slacks, 
uh, suspenders buttoned on the slacks, uh, button-up shirt with a little vest over it with a pocket watch, and the multicolored glasses. Wearing slippers, though. My goodness, wonderful to see you, sir. I love your outfit, as always. Ah, well, thank you. Is there a flirt button in D&D? Flirt button? <laughs> flirt button. <laughs> no, but there's a check. You, gotta, you roll, and then add your charisma plus your proficiency bonus. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'd, I want to, like, just give him a look that, like, tells him I'm in love with him, but mostly his outfit. Okay. Roll persuasion. Okay. Can you show him what that is look is? Is it, like, is? all in the eyes? Uh, no, no, I think we need to see the look first. We should post that look on TikTok. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? One okay, who do I do the look to? Daniel, of course. Why, why, why to me? Because okay. you're Edwin. And Hold if it's good enough, I think you should let him roll an advantage. <laughs> There's a lot of head nodding happening. I think that was a good, like, I think he gets the roll of advantage. That was a good nod. I, I was just, like, trying to look up and down and head nod. I feel violated by your <laughs> eyes, that's but I'm going to let it pass. That's, okay. That's part of it. So he gets the roll of advantage, right? No. <laughs> but I got, like, a 14 or something. I, I tried. Uh, Edwin. 13. Returns a look of curiosity. Ooh. Okay. Yep. And I'm done with that look. No, you have a good mind to follow. You might up. have started something here. Oh, 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 oh. Oh yeah. He oh. gives you he gives you of curiosity interest. But he's being professional now, so he he comes and he sits down. Damn it. I give him a wink. You get wink back. <laughs> he, tight, he tightens his bow tie a little bit. I'm gonna slide Silas a note, and the note's gonna say, You can discover me. <laughs> what? Ed, he's named after Edmund Hillary, I think, or some Sir type. Edwin. Uh yeah. Edwin Hubble, yeah. who is this astronomer. Yeah. He likes discovering things. I was making a science joke. Okay. Science pickup line there. Okay. Well, he's going to sit down, uh, look at you guys. So, what can I help you with? The- oh. Oi, dickhead. No, he's not. No, he's British. He's British. He's like a spot of tea. Like a spot of tea. Uh, how are you doing, guys? What can I help you with? What the fuck did we want to know? <laughs> Vamp- <laughs> vampires. We need what to about talk vampires? about the vampires. Uh, okay. The the they're gonna come back in a few days. Mm, okay. What we do? <laughs> uh, help, Lily from the Fifth Element. Help, help. Audrey help. is now wearing a weird orange. Help. Velvet is now wearing a weird orange thing. Help, help, help. He uh, he looks at you guys with kind of like, sorry, what? What? There are some vampires coming. The the Lord Duke of whatever the fuck is going to uh, cull the town in five days. Oh, okay. Um, do you know anything about that that might help us? Uh, so vague. Do you know anything about that? We don't know anything. I, know. I mean, I know a lot about vampires. Ooh, yes. Do tell. What do you want to know about vampires? Velvet has a question. Yes. What would you do, <laughs> Sir Hubble, if you were in our shoes? And are you going to help with anything? I like like go, in the town? I would go kill the vampire lord. How do, do you suggest that we do that? You go and find him and then cast magic on him until he dies? Before he calls? Calls? Probably. That's a good idea. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Velvet's going to write that down on her hand. <laughs> Do you have that bullet I asked you to Kill him. remake? Yes. Uh, he points at the floor where the pentagram is. Working on that. Solid. <laughs> Thank you. It's, um, don't normally dabble in the uh, dark magics, but it's been a fun experience. I'm just abandoning the accident at this point. I'm fucking done. 
my god. Okay. okay. It's been a fun experience. It's all been a ruse. <laughs> I'm just tired of try, fucking trying to fight, tired it's of trying to figure really it out. <laughs> I can keep trying to, but it's no, going to be Daniel, fucked up. No, it's okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can do it. It's just been a, it's, it's been a fun experience dar- dabbling into the dark magics. I'm useless when it comes to magic, so it's this okay. is my one bullet, you could say. Yeah. Have back to the vampires. Um, have there been vampires in Haven Crest before? Uh, well, uh, the the this side of the country used to be populated by vampires a very long time ago, um, before people came over here, back when Atla wasn't even around. Uh, this coast used to be predominantly populated by a vampire slash lycanthrope population. So are you telling me they're the natives and we're the assholes in this situation? Not really. Okay. No, no, no. Because the true natives are your people. And the... the and your people. Our people. Our yes. people. Our people and the, the, the people of what is now the Abbey and Kayle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes Cause, me cause, feel better. Because um, vampires aren't really a truly naturally occurring thing. They are created. So you're saying the, the vampires are like the Spanish. They're the first colonizers. And then the rest of the people are like the English. And they just took over everything else. No. At, at some point in time, someone created created a vampire, which was then released into the world. Do you know who that might have been? I, I, I have to go. I'd have to go check the library. Okay. Well, anyways. So so was there at one point like a like a conflict between the vampires and other people. So when the people of Atla who, who were settling from the old world and now created Atla came, the natives got pushed out and they, they moved over to this coast and, you know, started removing the vampires because it's hard to colonize and it's hard to settle in an area when you have to constantly worry about the threat of vampires. So there was a several year period where the vampires were being hunted down by the native people so we could settle here. Could Velvet maybe argue that due to her ancestry, she has proficiency in fighting vampires? No. Why? Because... It's too far what gone. What if the knowledge behind. was, like, passed down? You didn't grow up on this coast, did you? You grew up on an Atla. I grew up in the Abbey. You grew up in the Abbey, trained, grew by, up... trained by Persephone and Mother Freya. And neither of them are proficient in vampires. I'm just going to let this one go, because I could go for a while about this. <laughs> Anyways, why? You don't have a cleric or a paladin with you, so none of you are proficient at fighting the undead. But it's ancestral. But it's not. It would be, potentially. You could argue that it would No. Again, this is why I'm and saying I'm going to drop it. As a ranger, you could have chosen the undead. Well, then I wouldn't have Soteria. No, you can have... Oh, I could have chosen the undead as my undead. As your favorite Well, alley. I didn't know that we were going to be fighting fucking vampires. So. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Anyways. I, Listen, I, we could do this out of fucking the D&D podcast. We can argue about this later. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I just was wondering if maybe potentially it would be a thing. Anyways. I forgot what I was saying because you derailed me on that one. You were talking about how the natives came and they fought the vampires. Oh, yeah. They, they you know, they, 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 they removed the vampires from the area so they would stop attacking them. Okay. Yes. Do you know anything about a certain event that the Lord Duke said was going to happen? An event. Yeah. After the colon. Yeah. After the colon. Colon. Yeah. What was it? The semicolon? No, fuck that. Aren't those. the colons the vampires in Twilight? I think this would be the appendix of the fantasy world. Useful at one what? point, but now. Oh, yeah. Like, wait, you're right. Kill us. The colons. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Caleb, you ask about the event. Mm-hmm. And he sits there quietly for a second pondering. And he goes, uh, I would probably have to look in my like archive records I have out in the silo. Because I, I have a fairly extensive uh, set of records out there about the history of the area and past records. We would appreciate it. I mean, if you would like, I can. Um, you'd have to come with me, though. Absolutely. Yes. I like good old library. Yes. Um, it's protected by shit, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so what's going to happen is you guys, why I, why I took a look in the archives, you're going to have to uh, take care of the security mm-hmm. system. Okay. Yes. Oh, I wanted to stay with Sir Spoons. I'll go. I didn't realize this was a wee situation. I wanted to learn how to bake bread. Anyways. Sorry. It's okay. So sorry. That's all right. On our next interlude episode, you can break bread with Good. spoons. Uh, at this point in time, you guys all watch as uh, Ray stands up and sticks her hand in the boiling pot of some soup in the center and goes to take a drink of it. I'm going to slap her hand. Nope. <laughs> roll, yeah. All of you roll decks if you want to stop her. Yeah. 21. Fuck. That was 7. 17. She got a she got a dirty 20. Ooh. Yeah. Good so. job, Sebastian. <laughs> so, so I snatch her hand. Yeah, you grab her hand as it's like about to dip and she's like, "What? There's soup." That is hot as fuck. When did Marie become a toddler? Um when she got high. When she gets high and I felt like making her a toddler. But I and got high. Then I got then high. I got high. That was beautiful. No, she didn't have sorry, it's always her hand. She had like a cup. My bad. I'm sorry. She had like a she had like a canteen <laughs> cup. That's forbidden soup. Is it that good? No, it's that bad. You will die. Nah, it can't be that bad. It's that bad. Sebastian rolls strength against Marie. Sometimes okay. you just have to let them um, learn through consequence. She got a 19. Yeah, yeah, no, I got a 9. So she quickly breaks out of your grasp and takes a of soup and like, that just smells good, man. Hubble's not going to do anything. He's just going to sit there and go, uh, <laughs> so Quick question. Can I try again? What's up? Hubble, quick question. She yes. drinks that. What's going to happen? I don't know. I don't normally normally miss mess with uh, Doctor Shrimp's things. Do you have whole person? I could do it. Okay. Hey, please stop. Just frozen there, like in place. Are you going to touch the nice man's soup? I don't know. We can get soup later okay. if you promise not to touch ma- nice man's stuff. Okay. You okay. go to town, we get like ramen and shit. Oh my god. We'll get okay. whatever you we want. Can go do that later. Okay. Not right now. It's okay. not a good idea. Fine. Hubble, you can release her. Uh, should I? It's up to you, but it's your house. She we can respect help you. us with the security defense thing. Fine. And she like puts the soup away and just sits like, I'm sorry. I tried to tell you, but Library time. Sorry. Okay. Library time. You can have fun with the library card. So, <laughs> I had a library card at one point in time. No, wait. It's not hard to have fun if you have a library card. So, uh, you guys all get up and make your way outside. And your um, Edwin switches from slippers to boots. Little, uh, just just simple pair of like uh, ankle high boots. And you be- you guys begin walking across the. Uh, can I make a note on that? Stompy boots. Biker boots with a with like purple shoelaces or rainbow shoelaces or something. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Okay. Or Duke Martins. They are a pair of boots of unnamed, un, un, unbranded boots with purple shoelaces. 
Does that work for you, Sebastian? Yes. Yes. So he puts on a pair of boots with purple shoelaces. I care about this man's outfit. He probably made them himself. Oh, probably, yeah. You guys leave the barn and you begin making away the like little crisscrossed uh, dirt and banks that are that separate the rice farm until you come to a uh, grain bin because they're not silos. Uh, a very tall, quite large grain bin uh, just kind of in the middle of the, the rice farm with a set of stairs that wind up it. Hey, I lit one of those on fire. What <laughs> <laughs> a good time. Fuck. I knocked one over. Mm-hmm. And subsequently, it was on fire. Yep. <laughs> was this last campaign? This is the brewery episode. Oh, yeah. Because grain goes up like this. Yep. If I knew we were going to fight stuff, I should have got my shield from the blacksmith. This should Ooh. be fun. Well, that's whatever. Tall, quite large round grain bin with a set of stairs. Spiraling up the bin and Hubble begins walking up the stairs. Do you follow him? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you walk up the stairs and it's... It's a pretty tall grain bin. You're like 100 feet in the air right now. As you get to the top, there's a hatch in the the very, very top dome of the bin, and it has a bunch of weird uh, magical runes written on it. Hubble waves his hand over it and says a few things, and you didn't realize this before, but as he says that, like, your entire body had, like, a feeling of static. Like, like when you touch an old CRT TV and you get that, like, that weird static feeling in your hands, except it was your whole body. And you just now realize that as he waves his hand over the hatch and says magical words, that feeling goes away. That means lightning's going to come. <laughs> should get out of the way. I can't cast light. I can't cast lightning until I level up. It's true. I can't cast it at all. <laughs> um, he, you know, the, the, whole, the whole feeling of static electricity across your body disappears. And the, you hear a clunk as something in the bin makes a clunking noise. And Hubble turns around and looks at you guys. So here's the thing is I have created a security system for the bin that consists of a magical field and uh, with the help of uh, Dr. Shrimp, a uh, undead automatons. So while I am finding the appropriate books that we need, I need you guys to distract the uh, the undead guards. Okay, question. Yes. What's up? You can't turn it off. No. Why? Because if I could turn it off, that means someone else could turn it off. Fair. So Come. whenever, sorry. No, go ahead. So whenever he goes in, in there to like reach it, he's just like also fighting these things? No, no, I normally bring Sir Spoons with me. Damn it, we should have brought Spoons with us. He's busy. How many uh, automatons? Uh, limitless. Oh, that's not great. Okay. Yes. Sounds like a lot of XP though. Good luck, sir. We got this. I have full faith in you. Also, oh, 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 and he. That's a mistake. Pats around and he like reaches into a pocket and he pulls out, he pulls out like a little, it looks like a flower. But as you like, he starts handing these little flowers out. As you grab a hold of it and touch it, you realize it's made of metal. But it has like, you know, a green stem with little green leaves and like red petals. And he's like, so I'm giving you these now. These will make it so that if you want to come to the bin in the future, you won't be disenchanted from life by the magical field I put around it. But there will still be, but there will still be automatons. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fair. So, but we, so in the future, we can use your library? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if you need to. It's awesome. basically our risky library card. It's a super risky, but very, very powerful library card. Cool. If you spend the time and energy to look through the bin, you can find pretty much any information you need, but you have to deal with the security system. And if you don't bring the flower, your body, you'll have a bad time. So how long is it going to take if I try to find the meaning of life? It could be in there a while, but we all know it's 42. Ha. No, that's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Then it's sex, I think. (laughs) Doesn't feel too wrong. So he looks at you. Are you guys... um? 
Ready to go? I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. He pulls out a piece of bubblegum. Yeah, that's yours. Keep I came here to chew ass, and bubblegum may be involved. He hands you a stick of bubblegum. <laughs> You're an odd feller. <laughs> I chew the bubblegum. It's delightful. Hell yeah. It's magical bubblegum, so it never loses its flavor. <laughs> well, I thank you, Mr. Wonka. I was going to say, you beat Wonka on that. Fuck. I forget. Does he become a blueberry now? No, he's, blueberry, because blueberry, unlike, blueberry. unlike Willy Wonka, this guy actually knows what he's doing. Nice. Well, Wonka did. He just didn't have magic. I feel like it's a little cheating when you're talking about magical bubblegum. I'm just saying, if you're if you're that rich and stuff, you should be able to do that. You also probably should invite a bunch of kids into your factories, into your highly dangerous factory. To your death factory. Yeah, seriously. Also, a bunch of squirrels, that's unsanitary. That shit's just straight up unsanitary. That's a bit nutty. That's not even nutty. That shit's just straight up unsanitary. He should be shut down. I appreciated the nut joke. I bet you did like the nut. <laughs> I do like nuts. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fighting yeah. people. Or... Automatons. I have questions for Sebastian. But yes, he looks at you. Are you all ready? Ye. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He clunk. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. So he opens up the hatch and he climbs down in. Are you guys entering the bin? How deep is the bin? It's a hundred feet tall. Oh, okay. So don't jump. God. Do not fall down. I was going to. Never mind. I'll just climb down. All right. So as you climb down, Be the. Boring. The way the bin is situated is there is a central shaft with a ladder in it and then rings like the, the central shaft with uh, floors that consist of rings that are around the shaft. He said shaft. Ah, I said shaft. <laughs> There's a central ladder going down the middle of the grain bin with different floors like every 10 or 20 feet. Where do we need to be? Um, I will. Once I find the floor that I need, just keep the security system away from me so we follow you up the ladder yes you guys are currently climbing down the ladder okay and yeah you just have to make sure that he doesn't get attacked so like but like we're getting off on the same floor as Hubble. you have to yes. yeah okay uh he gets off about halfway through and begins wandering around the shelves upon shelves of this library essentially and it's very cramped like he's okay because he's pretty tall and thin but no, you're actually all fine. I just realized none of your characters are particularly huge. Cool. So you guys are all pretty okay, but it's very cramped, and it smells of grain and books. And then you hear a noise. Uh, kind of a weird swishing, like wings noise, and then like the clitter-clatter of bones. This floor is the bone zone. Oh, yeah. There's a fucking circular bed with leopard print on it. Oh. As you guys are standing here and uh, Mr. Hubble is quietly looking at the spines of books and cross-checking the Dewey Decimal System, you hear a a flapping wings and the tingling of bones. And pretty quickly, rounding uh, the end of a bookshelf, comes this weird purple flying thing. It looks, it's one giant eyeball with little purple wings on it and it comes racing towards you guys. What's all all of y'all's ACs? 17. 17. Yeah, 17. Fuck! Could have been 18, but I didn't get a shield. Cool. Otter, you take six damage as it shoots with the little little magical ray. Aw. Yep. Uh, so adorable. Right? Sebastian, what are you up to? Who's on the left side and who's on the right side of Mr. Hubble? I was kind of thinking I was the last one, little Otter. So. Well, you guys are standing, like, amongst the books. Amongst the aisles of the books. Right. So are you on the left side or right side of Is Mr. Hubble? Is the ladder on the left side or the right side of Hubble? It's me on the right side. So I'm probably on the right side. Okay. Uh, how far away is it? It's about 10 feet away. Okay. 
And what's it look like it's made of? A uh, meat. Meat. <laughs> it, it looks... Do you know what a beholder looks like? Kind of, It looks yeah. like a tiny little beholder with one central eyeball and little wings on it. It's adorable. It's super cute. Can we keep it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks like that. It looks like that with less tentacles and little wings. Can we keep it? You can this. try. Hubble, Hubble, can we keep it? No. Yeah. It will try to kill you. As every good thing in the world does. No, no, it will try to kill you no matter what. That's fine. It has been created to kill. What if we just like constantly cast charm? <laughs> D- nothing it has been created to do one thing and one thing only and that's I shoot it with a shotgun roll to hit <laughs> no fuck <laughs> I guess I'll add it five five you blast a shotgun off and Hubble goes hey 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 watch out for the books mm. ah was it not in range no it's like ten feet away oh I say if it's close enough as long as you don't have to roll a miss I think that's within like five feet one. do anything five else feet. five feet I don't have anything that allows me to bonus action, so. Caleb. Yeah? What are you up to? Are you on the left or right side of Mr. Hubble? I guess I'll be on the left. Okay. That means Hubble, Hubble and Audrey are between you and the small flying creature. That Sebastian, right. were you on the left or right side of Mr. Hubble? Are the books on the right or left? Uh, you're standing in an, out, you're standing in an, uh, like a hall. You're standing, yeah. the books would be like in front of Ben behind you. Okay. Yeah. Left side. Okay. So you and Caleb are on the same side. Okay. So... Between you and this creature is uh, Velvet and Mr. Hubble. Is my turn? Yes. Sweet. I'm going to shoot it. With what? I'm going to go with a revolver. Okay. I missed. <laughs> uh, let me double check, actually. I don't think an 11 hits. That does not hit. Audrey, yeah. it is your turn. This little creature is like five feet away from you. Um, I want to hit it with my silver war hammer. Roll to hit. Uh, 17. That hits. 1d8 plus 4. Okay. Uh, six. Damage. Six. How do you six kill it? Damage. Sweet. Um, I think I'm just gonna do like a sweeping over the head. Like, okay. Down to the floor. She's gonna it, get like, her squishes right. out a little bit. Yeah, it just squishes. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> As you say that, five more appear in front of you. Caleb and Sebastian, two skeletons, come rounding the corner, holding spears. Fuck. What about Terry? Did Terry come? Yeah, Terry's with you. What about Terry? Uh, roll for Terry. Also, do you guys want Marie and Weapon with you? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would like Weapon with me. <laughs> Actually, Terry? no. Weapon cannot physically fit in here. It was too small <laughs> okay, for him. Okay, never mind. We definitely brought Marie, though. Okay, which side is Marie on? Right side. With Audrey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Terry got a six on the first attack. That does not so hit. That's probably a no. Um, and then she got a 20. A that dirty, hits. dirty 20. That hits. That's a three damage. It's not the god D4. You... It's not the god D4, you're right. Does, I'm guessing Terry bites one and it deflates. It's a claw. <laughs> she claws one and it deflates like a little balloon and floats to the floor. Just... <laughs> no! I love these things. They can't die like this. Caleb and Sebastian, you, each of you get stabbed by a spear. Ew. Ooh, bitch. Caleb, you take th- uh, three damage. Sebastian, you take five damage. Audrey! A bunch of small beams of uh, magical energy go flying around you. As these little eyeball creatures try shooting at you, but they miss. Sebastian, your turn. Where's Marie's turn? Marie will go after Audrey and... So you skipped her. I did skip Marie's turn, yes. Intentionally, because I just didn't want... It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh (laughs) Oh, Marie. She's like just figuring out what's going on. Listen, man, she's... Maybe it just like... She's like an old car. She's got to warm up for a second, okay? doesn't like you anymore, apparently. Bye, Marie. Dying. (laughs) Bella, favorite DM. (laughs) My gosh, Jesus Christ. So we got 
there's two on, beholders and a skeleton uh on your guys' side which would be the left side there's two skeletons coming at you from down the, the little the hallway oh and then on the right side audrey's side are uh four of these little flying beholder creatures flying eyeballs i'm gonna just i'm gonna whip out the sniper i want to test out one of these incinerary rounds i only have five we're in a green silo with oh, books it, if i hit it'll be okay What's the incendiary? What did I say the incendiary round? I have no fucking. Well, I mean, I what might have written it. Did you get in that actually. one and we all burned to the ground? No, I didn't write anything for incendiary There's round. a solid chance that Hubble lets some of us not burn to the ground. I think all the situations are like, I'll figure it out later, and never did. Yeah. Rolled hit. Okay. Fucking fuck. Okay. Uh, Caleb was one. What did he get? No. Uh, Hubble is two. The books are three, and four is reroll. D four, I'm rolling that D four. Oh, you? Oh, I always don't. I always. I yeah, he always. Okay, do wait. It. I don't think I don't think there's a consensus on the times we do it. I think yeah, we, Sebastian. Yes. Roll an extra two D ten fire damage on top of your normal one rifle damage. My rifle damage is already two D ten. I shouldn't have said anything. <gasps> I'm gonna die. He's gonna have, kill me right here. I shouldn't. Because I rolled a one. Yep. No, it's all. It's it is two D ten. Look. Plus my dex, which is... Plus S. your dex, plus another 2d10 fire damage. <sighs> Fucking 33. Caleb, you hear a loud bang, and you get hit in the center of your back for 33 damage, and then your back Fuck. bursts into flame. Oh my god, I am so sorry! Fuck. <laughs> I'm at five health. <laughs> Jesus Daniel, Christ. you know this is three episodes in a row that I've lost majority of my health on one attack? Oh my god, I am so fucking sorry. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to hand him a health potion. Thank you for listening to Attention Deficit and Hyperactive Dragons. Uh, I fucked up and shot Rose in the back. Yep. I apologize. <laughs> my name is Sebastian. I played Xylus Ramsbottom. I'm Caleb, and I played Dr. Rosalind Rose Thompson, who once again... Is fighting for her life. Again in critical condition. Yeah, again in critical condition. I'm Audrey and I played Vel, who is currently cringing <laughs> really fucking hard. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm Daniel. I've been your dungeon master. And um, for once in our games of D&D, it's not Audrey who's in the shit. It's Caleb. This is true. That's, yeah. That's not true at all. Well, the last three episodes, Rose has been in the shit. Listen, in our last campaign, Audrey was in the shit. In this campaign, it's usually Rose. Yep. Thank you for listening. All our social media is in the description. Check it out if you want to talk to us. And share it if you liked it. Bye. Bye. Bye.